been sitting in a verse the last couple days, and uh, it doesn't happen a lot, but whenever it does, I definitely take my time to come out here and, and share a little something with you about it. And I was reading the book of Jeremiah, and uh, I don't know a lot of you know, but Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet. And he was the weeping prophet for a lot of reasons. He was the weeping prophet because, first, he didn't want to do it, all right? He didn't want to have to be the guy that's got to go tell his friends and tell everybody else that God was going to punish him because they were doing bad stuff and on and on and on and on. That's the first part. And then the second part is that they call him the weeping prophet because as he sat around, as he sat around his people, watching the degradation of his society, watching his fellow brothers and sisters falling into sin, getting worse and worse and worse, falling into idolatry, falling to their lusts, succumbing to all of their things. He just couldn't take it because he's looking around his brothers and sisters and he's saying, hey, we're supposed to be better than that. And so it was those two things that allowed him or gave him the label of the weeping prophet. So God asks him to go to the people. He says no. God says, okay, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Go to the people. So he accepts the assignment. And then God starts to speak to him. And in chapter 1, verse 11, it says, The word of the Lord came to me and said, What do you see, Jeremiah? And he said, I see the branch of an almond tree. And then the Lord said to me, You have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. And so that's where I stopped. And that's where I've been sitting the last couple of days. And I'm looking at that verse and I'm sitting through it. And I learned a couple of things about it. And I'm going to share those couple of things with you tonight. So the first thing I learned is that in Hebrew, in the original language, the word almond and the word watch are very similar. So God cast a vision on Jeremiah. Jeremiah sees the almond tree and then God translates the vision using the same word. You see an almond tree, I'm telling you my word, I'm watching to see it fulfilled. The second thing I learned, I learned that the almond tree, as spring approaches, the almond tree is the first one to blossom. And so that's how people are sure that the spring season is beginning when they look at the almond tree and they start to see the blossoms and they start to see the leaves start, start to grow and the blossoms bloom, then they know that spring is upon them. And so God's reference to the almond tree is not just that he's watching, but that his words, his threats and his promises will blossom. They're coming. And so this shook Jeremiah because now he's recognizing there's blessing and curses in this. For those who find themselves far from God, those threats will be fulfilled. For those who find themselves close to him, well then, those promises will be fulfilled, won't they? And so, I think about how that relates to us. And I think about how 
we as believers, although we recognize that Jesus has come to save our lives and, and some of us receive that and some of us don't, it doesn't change the fact that both God's threats and his promises will be fulfilled. You know, I'm listening to the radio today and the radio DJ is complaining and he's kicking up a fuss because he said he was watching the Weather Channel and the weatherman is talking about hurricanes. And he's like, we just, we just got out of hurricane season. Why are you trying to scare the people talking about hurricanes when hurricane season doesn't start till June? But the reality is, is that hurricane season will come back, won't it? And even though this guy is trying to scare people unnecessarily, the reality is there is gonna come a time when we will be scared. When there will be hurricane warnings, when there will be tropical storms swirling around and we're gonna keep our eye on them. And we know what happened just last hurricane season. We got hit not once, but twice. And we know some were saved and some not so much. And so brothers and sisters, I tell you today, I tell you all of this and, and maybe I'm jumping all over the place and, and maybe you're tracking me. But God's word will come to fruition. And that means both his threats and his promises will be fulfilled. <laughs> and so I encourage you, I encourage you today, as I encourage you every week, that every day is an opportunity to be better today than we were yesterday. And that when we lay our heads down to sleep tonight, our last thoughts, our last prayer coming out of our lips should be, Lord, make me better tomorrow than I was today. And I'm not sharing this to exercise any kind of fear in your hearts. I'm sharing it with you because God's promises are everything. And they're true and they're real and they're abundant and they're an expression of his love and they're a result of our obedience. And well, those threats, those threats are a result of the exact opposite, aren't they? They're a result of our hate for him, of our disobedience, of our neglect of his word and ourselves, of our clinging to the things of this world as opposed to clinging to the things of the next. So I'm gonna pray for us. And I'm gonna pray for us not because I shared with you a threat, but I'm gonna pray with you because I shared with you a promise. And I'm gonna pray that each and every one of us might hold on to that promise because there's many a day when we don't have much left to hold on to but those promises. But the promises are there, the promises are real, and the promises are for you and for me, amen? Amen, let's pray, shall we? God, I just thank you so much. Um, thank you for my brothers and sisters here tonight, Lord. I thank you for them being gracious enough to give me the time to speak. I thank you for the folks that prepared a warm, hot meal. I thank you for the volunteers across the way that came here to tend to physical needs. Um, I thank you for your word, Lord, that caters to our spiritual needs. I pray that whoever needed to hear this today heard it. I pray that life change will occur 
are not because of fear, but because of promises, not because people feel they have to, but because they want to. And Lord, I thank you for the promises that we may not see in this world, but that we will share with you for an eternity in the next, Lord. We love you, we thank you. And it's a precious name of Jesus we pray. And my brothers and sisters say, amen, amen and amen. All right, well, thank y'all for your time. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our Homeless Food Share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.